1: listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Defense! Defense! All the hard work, let's go!
0: College football today.
2: Getting rolling into week number eight right here on College Football Today. Joe Lisi, Rich Cermonello, Gabe morenzi and former Cincinnati Bearcat and New York Giants Sam Garns, we spoke about the Washington State Oregon battle with Jamie Heath from Sports Brokers. When you look at this matchup, Washington State has won the last 3 games over Oregon by 19.3 points per game. Picked up this win last year 33 to 10 over the Ducks in Eugene. I like Washington State here. I I. I think the physicality on the defensive side of the ball. Tracy Clays in that defense. No, no, Joe, you were right.
3: I mocked you in September. (laughs) Clays has done a very good job. He's picked up where Alex Grinch has left off. They're, They're very chaotic. They're disruptive on defense. Gabe mentioned the spot, and I get it. But the spot is just pulling me to Pullman. There's too much. It's the Pullman pull. It's the Pullman pull. It's the the opposite of the Bush push, I guess, right? (laughs) Uh, the, The spot here is impossible to ignore. Just think about this. Let me just make my case real quickly as to why Washington State's one of my best bets, okay? Oregon, emotional win over their yep. hated rival. Game they should have lost, go to overtime, they win that game. Emotional, emotional home game. Now they go on the road. Everybody's saying, hey, maybe Oregon's a team to beat in the Pac-12. Okay, so they're dealing with that. Washington State, this historic game with ESPN game day showing up. The crowd like we've never seen before on the Palouse. It's going to be off amazing. of a bye. Amazing. They've had two weeks to prepare. And, oh, by the way, they have covered eight straight over Oregon. They've won ten straight at, at Martin Stadium, to me, there's too much heading in this yeah. direction. I think Oregon and Myro Chrisball's done a great job. But one of their best offensive line, Panay Sewell, the you left tackle, hurt. is out for this right. game. So that disruption of Clay, uh, Tracy Clays, I think, becomes a problem. I have to take Washington yeah. State. It's this
2: the place. physicality for me, Gabe. I mean, here's the thing. Minus Justin Herbert... They that defense wore down the offensive line. And more importantly, it's double emotional games. Uh, Rich mentioned it. Washington, even though they lost that battle, they beat up the Ducks on the interior. Washington State doesn't get enough
1: credit for the physicality, both offensively and defensively. One thing we got to bring up, too, from a gaming perspective, guys, we talked about Michigan State's dominance in the series and a rivalry. Washington State have covered eight straight games in this series. You just said it, yeah. yeah so they've won three straight. They've nice. won three straight outright. Covered eight straight. You know, I wonder how much I'm gonna I'm gonna play contrarian here and just sort of play the the devil's advocate that the kids are over last week. That physically, they're young. Oregon have depth. They've actually got their wide receiver back as well uh, coming back uh, this week. The Ducks uh, do. Yeah, you know, and Sam was talking about, sometimes playing at home can be a detriment. I like similar situation. I actually like the Giants this week going on the road because I think they're, you know, they're going to be better off away from home. I think uh, you get the Cougars here at home, ton of pressure for the college game day. The Ducks feel that they're better. I know to us, they're still trying to build themselves up, but the Ducks have that pedigree and swagger that I think that they can overcome. You know, to me, Washington State are good, uh, but they're not great. I think the Ducks have more talent and will be able to get this done.
2: Well, here's the thing that I want to ask Sam, too. Perception. You talk about perception. I think the perception is all over Oregon in this matchup. Everybody's looking and enamored that they beat Everybody's their...
1: betting Washington State. That's why it's, it's a hipster bet.
2: Uh, I don't it's think a it's hipster a hipster bet. bet. How is it a hipster bet when everybody
1: bet Oregon last week and won? It's a hipster bet this week. It's one of the spots. It's the same thing. I don't like comparing the NFL. I don't the think NFL. hipsters know where Pullman is. Dude. Do they? It's the same thing with, like, the Chicago Bears tomorrow against the Patriots. You're the th- same type of point spread is mean. two and a half. Everybody you talk to likes the Bears. The spot. The situation. Everybody thinks they're smart because they know that Oregon played overtime last week. So What? They're kids. They're going to get over that. Justin Herbert is on a mission to be the number one pick taken. He's on a mission to try to get these guys into the college football playoff. No one's taking the Ducks seriously, to be honest, Joe. No one. After the Ducks won, everyone's like, Wow, there goes the Pac-12. Yeah. No one for the Pac-12 is going to make it. Now, why can't the Ducks make it to the playoffs?
2: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I, I'm curious to see the atmosphere. I'm curious to see because USC has been into Pullman and, and come out with a loss in recent years, and they were a more physical team. It's a team. tough place to play. You know, it's Very tough. Sam, when you look at the defensive matchup in this battle, playing an up-tempo type of offense with five wide and where they're going to run it you know, f- every 15 seconds, how does that put a wear and tear as a defensive back? having to defend the whole game 60 minutes.
4: Well, one thing you know, you're going to have to make a lot of open field tackles, and that is tough. You know, you. I think a lot of people say hitting a baseball is the hardest thing to do, but to me, tackling someone that's like 5'11", 230 pounds that can either run through you or run over you in open field is one of the toughest things to do yeah, in I try, sports.
1: I'd rather, as an outsider here, Sam, I'd rather try to hit a baseball than tackle a running back it's, coming it's, at me.
4: It's really difficult because they're trying to get an end zone, and you're trying to stop them from getting in zone, except they, they got 53 yards of width. In front of them.
2: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I, think Washington State wins this game. I, I think seventeen.
1: I, I, think they wear them down late. Joey, Saints, double digits. What by seventeen? Yeah, why not? A route them. Yeah, I, I. They're at home. Your new I, nickname should be alternate spread. Well, here's that's <laughs> what you can bet like I alternate spread.
2: Yeah, I bet you the alternate bet spread. Alternate I, spreads, I do. Spreads, don't <laughs> you? I, I, yeah, I do. I love the alternate spread. I did it in baseball actually with uh, uh, Tampa Bay and uh, Boston Red Sox when I was in Vegas. Playing Hawaii, I actually took the alternate spread. Uh, Tampa Bay was plus one forty on the money line, but laying a run and a half,
1: they were they were plus two sixty five. All right, let me I check, check some them. numbers here. I'm going to check some numbers just for just for, for the fun of it. We'll throw out some alternate numbers yeah. here for Joey Double D, Go which they like somebody blow. i So you're I'll, saying Michigan? While well, Michigan? See, I think Michigan wins by fourteen, I, I, yeah. and, I, and that's one of my
2: best bets of the day. I'm all in with Michigan. To me. They are a legitimate team. I picked them at the start of the year, but they're playing like that type of team. Not just express. defensively, offensive line is really starting to wear down opponents. And say what you would about
1: uh, Wisconsin. That was a Wisconsin defense that was still only allowing 130 rushing yards. Okay, rush. so so Michigan think about- win by 14. Sorry, Sam. Michigan win by 14. Plus 175. Yeah, why not? I would plus 175. If you think they're going go to win by seven? Why would you points. take? Yeah, why would. But my point is. I, he, how are they going to beat him? But come on, I'm a Michigan how? fan. And, and, because it, it's in East college Lansing,
4: football. I will say this. How. If you think about Michigan, when they played Notre Dame, it was really one half where Notre Dame dominated them. Yeah. After that first half, Michigan's been the better team. And that was Shea Patterson's
1: year. first game as Wolverine. Correct.
4: That was his first chance to go out there and show what he got. And he's probably a little bit nervous. Yeah. But after he got the nerves out of him, they play a lot better mm. from yeah. then since on.
2: Yeah, we'll see. I think it's, I think it's a 17 point win. I, again, if you want to take a shot with Washington State. I think it's high scoring. I think there'll be a lot of points. Uh, you think high scoring as well? Well, I, these two teams, yeah. I, have to, yeah. I
3: have to. I have to. I, I don't know what the number is in terms of under-over, but uh, I I have to think there'll be a lot of points, yeah. a lot of up a, and down. One, yeah, we'll I see. think
4: one thing Oregon got going for them is uh, they both have great quarterbacks, mm-hmm. but they have C.J. Vernell, I think that's yeah. his name. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I think C.J. Vernell C.J. And he's at 100 yards every game, and that's something that you got to be prepared
2: yeah, for. And the running backs in the short-intermediate to passing game, I mean, that's Washington what Washington State Lee. does a good job yeah. of getting
3: those guys involved. Well, in the one on one-on-one opportunity, sure. so James Williams. Be, yep, yeah, yeah, that'll yeah. be the matchup to see
2: play out against smaller linebackers and nickelbacks in that matchup. We'll turn our attention to the Big 12 battle. Oklahoma on the road in Fort Worth to face TCU. TCU team sitting at 3-3 three and three overall. Oklahoma has dominated this series in recent years, won five of the last six by 118 Points per game. They won both matchups last year in Norman and in the Big Twelve Championship game. Oklahoma hasn't lost back-to-back games since 1999. Now, granted, that was with uh, Bob Stoops at the helm. First, this, first year, I think, yeah, right? I think his this, debut. Yeah, I think this is a perfect spot for TCU. I still like the way their defense is playing, Rich. I think they push him to the limit. I think they win a high-scoring battle, 45-40. It's make it or break it for Gary
1: Patterson. And unless
3: Travon Boykin has eligibility that I'm unaware I think of, I do he's arrested,
1: actually. Oh, he had, uh, I, well, I think I just saw him on someone... the way to the station. He was punching a cop. <laughs> well,
3: so, well, listen, so I, I, I think – if we can get him on probation and bring him into this game, because Sean Robinson has been off inconsistent. And I know it's the Oklahoma defense. I don't expect Ruffin McNeil to be a miracle worker, but in talking to people at Oklahoma, Mike Stoops, message just was not resonating any longer. So I I think you still have the personnel the same. You're not going to be changing schemes mid season defensively, but hearing from Ruffin McNeil, maybe these kids play a little bit better. TCU offensively has not impressed me. Let me throw a stat out to you, which shocked me when I read it. Gary Patterson in Fort Worth, last 16 games mm. against the spread, 2-14. and 14. Yeah. So, so there's no home field advantage here. I'm going to say this right now. Oklahoma has lost its last game of the regular season. I think they sweep the rest of the schedule, beat Texas in the Big 12 title game. I think they win the Big 12 championship. Kyler Murray's on a mission, yes. a la Tim Tebow. He's going to come out. He won't ransack the TCU defense because TCU is still good defensively. I think they win this game. You ready? Yeah, God. By double digits. Whoa. I agree. I'm, I'm right there with you. Richie Sizzle. I'm right there with Richie you. Richie Sizzle. I'm going to agree. Well, here's the thing. Now I know
2: I'm right. No, I'm not going to agree. Here's the thing that I wanted to bring up because it was posted to me last night, and I really feel strong about it. We put Lincoln Riley... In this elite category because of last year getting them to the playoff, I don't think he's an elite head coach. Yeah, just, with, wait, with just wait, just With Baker Mayfield. Yes, with Baker Mayfield. He is an
3: elite offensive mind.
1: Yes, I'll say that.
2: But but, but when I said, I think the coaching advantage, head coaching advantage, still goes to Gary sure, Patterson yeah. in this battle. They said, no, you're crazy because how could you say that? He he took him to the college no, football No, football no, Gary playoff. Patterson
3: is a more. He's proven still a head, raw coach. head coach. Let's be yeah, honest.
2: Of he course. got out coached by Kirby Small. One in wins in college idea. football, talent, Joe. Talent.
1: talent. Yeah, talent. Who's got the better talent? Correct. This is what it comes Correct. down to. But, uh, to me but when
2: you have a senior quarterback that completes seventy-one percent of his passes, you can oh, make I up know, for it. I know. You not to mention for...
1: Orlando Jones's kid there, Orlando Brown's kid. Right. That was uh, yeah, like. Right. You know, so six, I'm just six saying. Nine, I just wanted to. I just wanted man. to
2: get your sentiment with that because again, he's he's no, a, good, that's, that's a a good head dunk. coach,
1: but he's not this elite head well, coach. Let's be no, honest. The jury's still out, Joe. Yeah, of course. The jury's still out. It's his second early. year. Listen, yeah. if, he, if you he can't, can't judge a guy who played with another guy's we, players, like, like, we're going to judge Lincoln Riley in three, three four years. we see him coaching with the kids and he Totally recruits. understood. And but, I think he'll be a very good yes, head coach. I, yes. I think the potential is be. there. But at this
3: point oh, in I his agree. career. No, you're, you're 100% you know. right. No. Listen, if you're playing in the Big 12, if you're playing in the Big 12, you have to able to score points right. and tcu in its last three big 12 games inconsistent 47 right. points including 14 against texas tech everybody is hailing david gibbs the right.
1: texas tech defensive
3: coordinator yeah, i know uh, david yeah. gibbs has been okay if you guys a remember
1: you know one of the first weeks of the year maybe it was week two or whatever i bet on tcu we laid the 21 the lightning game against smu the friday night against right. smu it was a delay tcu ended up winning if you didn't watch the game you look at the box score in the morning. I look TCU one forty-eight, whatever easy win for TCU. It really wasn't. No. And remember, I noted. I said, "Man, this Robinson kid's got a hard time throwing the ball." Rich, I remember talking about it in the morning. I said, "I don't want. I don't like picking on college quarterbacks and right. picking on kids, but said this kid's gonna have a hard time in, in spots when you're not playing SMU and you just don't have the better talent." And they don't have the better talent here. And Oklahoma yep. are going to be an angry team right, coming off a bye. That was my point. They don't
4: lose back-to-back games, Oklahoma, in, in here. That's my point right there. I feel like Oklahoma's coming to this game off a bye week after a loss to Texas with big chip on their shoulder. You know, we talked about in, going a year with losing to a team, but a week off after losing the game that you expected. everybody expected you to win really gets you, too. And they're going to come into this game with chip on shoulder.
2: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, uh, I, I expect Oklahoma to I come, come out. So.
4: I'll be uh, double D here.
2: Well, well here's I'm, what I look at. I'll just D. throw in a couple stats. I mean, 30% third down defense for TCU, 17 total sacks. And you look at Oklahoma's defense as a whole – they're allowing 156 rushing yards on the ground and, more importantly, 265 through the air to opposing quarterbacks. Again, Sean Robinson, you said it, nine touchdowns, eight interceptions, very, very inconsistent but to me, this is their bowl game. I mean, if you're going to get TCU's best shot, the pressure's on. They lost the Thursday night game a little, a couple of extra days of preparation, and Gary Patterson as an underdog. I'll take that scenario. I think they get a high-scoring victory. I
1: guess uh, do you want to bang off a couple of games now, or you want to do it on the other side? Because we're falling behind. We have got a lot of questions and jump, jump in. Um, we have yeah, a few minutes till the, the break. All right, let's let's go rapid fire. We have got a couple of minutes. Uh, so uh, Buffalo, Buffalo Bulls. Our boy James Ross asking don't about like Buffalo the Bulls game. I love Toledo there. I
2: think their speed team
1: going up against
2: Tyree Jackson, if they put the pressure on Buffalo's Toledo, offense. Toledo has been a bit of disappointment this year to me.
4: Ooh, last Toledo, week against Eastern Michigan was yeah. a good example. Right? I
2: still like Toledo. They're playing at home in that ball game. I, I just think that they could force the tempo on Buffalo. If Buffalo falls behind, I don't have a lot of confidence in that offense.
1: Sam, you were talking about how kids don't like playing against the military academies because you know – you're going to get exposed on tape in the the team meeting because this guy, man, how come you didn't get in front of this? Because that kid's a little sergeant coming at me. When you
4: face an Army or Navy or one of those teams like that, you know that I don't care what the score is and it's five minutes left in the game, they're going to be coming hard as if it was the game just started. They're going to play, give you their best the whole game, and it's tough to deal with.
2: Ohio, and Army. I'm against everybody. I like Miami. All yeah, I love course. Army. One of my best bets I, yeah. of the day. Yeah, not one well, of my Army best bets. Army and friends.
3: Jeff Monkin has done just such a remarkable job. Trent
1: doesn't worry you from San Francisco last week?
3: No, not for Army kids. Yeah. Army kids are different. The, the makeup is a lot yeah. different. I don't think they're moose Rutgers, like
1: Northwestern, we joke uh, about Rutgers. Rutgers are, as someone in the chat saying, a I dumpster fire. They've covered one number. They're getting worse, Sam, on a weekly basis. It's I got
4: Northwestern without even looking. Yeah, yeah. but that's the <laughs> just Really? I just well, You don't care what the number is? I know just there. know what I know about Rutgers. I'm going with Northwestern. Yeah, here's the thing They're about Northwestern.
1: This is the biggest favorite Northwestern's yeah. ever been in their history. What is the, the number? 20, 20 and a half. 20 and a half. They can win by 21. Think see. about that, Rich. Northwestern have never been 20 and a half point road favorites underdogs. in their lives. They come
4: to play every week. That's one thing about so that them. They That just
1: tells you,
2: and I understand the Vegas angle on that. But you're talking about a Rutgers team that got blown out by Maryland. I don't like the game. I would suggest not betting it. It's but a I tough one, late 20 and a half. I can't go against Northwestern's defense, especially in They're run support. Roll them.
1: They you know you guys the hear the story about Rutgers. the double bag boy in Vegas? Uh, yeah, well, he was right. I told you he he's was been, right. He's been fading Rutgers on a weekly basis. Yeah, but this guy's dropping 100k a week against he, Rutgers. And I He's said killing. team. He Remember
2: that he army? He's just betting yeah, his, his ruckers. San Jose. Yes. yes. And what they the, the the public He was on army last week too. And the and the public faded him. It opened up at 16 and a half. They dumped it to 14 and a half. And he was right. They won by,
1: what, like four or five uh, touchdowns? Here's one in in Sand's wheelhouse, Temple and Cincinnati.
2: Yeah, we're going to get to that game. I like Temple. Uh, I I do, A lot
4: of people have Temple as their favorite. I just think
1: the physicality
2: on the offensive – again – Temple at home, different animal. I love the way Russo. Yeah, playing. Cincinnati
3: had that big win in the opener at UCLA, UCLA, despite the fact that it was Chip's first game. That's right. still impressive going no. out to LA and winning that game. But I, I don't think they've been tested. I yeah. think they'll be tested
4: against Temple. They, they're a very confident team, and they got talent right. across the board. I mean, for Cincinnati's level, you know, they have talent across the board. you
3: expect Desmond Ritter
4: to be this good? This Not at all. Quickly. Not at all. And and all I think... was
3: there, right? Yeah, with Ed yeah. Moore.
4: Yeah. yeah, I think uh, the head coach is doing a great job over there. Yeah. What, a,
2: what about the atmosphere? I'm a, I, that's a great stadium. I mean, it really is. You know, I mean, it's it, on campus, but it, I Nippert don't like that stadium. stadium It's
4: grown. You know, it's kind of in the ground. If you ever been there, it's like below below yeah. ground. And uh, when I was there, it wasn't that many. If you play Kentucky, Kentucky was our best game because we know he's going to bring half, even fill half the stadium. So it's, it's grown a lot. But back then, it wasn't very big.
1: Wow. Uh, are they building a new stadium? Because I know they're building a soccer yeah, stadium. They're right? adding I'm, on that's... to it.
4: They're adding on to it's it. And an They're building practice it. facilities. That's what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. Wow.
1: We'll see. What else you got? I think it's a great atmosphere there, personally, now. Now
4: is definitely good.
2: All right. When we come back, we'll be breaking down the other top 25 games. Keep it where it is. Jolisi, Ritz-Serminello, Gabe Morenci, and Sam Gorns coming. back on college football today right here on the fantasy sports radio even
1: during the breaks that's
2: it we're rocking and rolling talking about all the week eight matchups the dailyroto.com nba lineup optimizer is now available That means you can use the same tools and projections that DailyRoto.com NFL Premium subscribers are using to win each week for NBA DFS contests. You've heard a lot about the DailyRoto.com NFL DFS Optimizer here on the Fantasy Sports Network and how it's, excuse me, subscribers are winning tournament prizes on FanDuel and DraftKings in the thousands, hundreds of thousands, and the seven, yes, seven figures, $1 million winners that they've produced. Well, now you can double your pleasure and cash in on the NBA Daily Fantasy Party 2. If you're playing daily fantasy sports and you aren't using the Daily fan- uh, daily Roto tools, projections, and optimizers, you're doing it wrong. You're at a competitive disadvantage. So go to DailyRoto.com, click on Go Premium, and enter the promo code FNTSY, for a special discount and start winning today. That's DailyRoto.com. Click on Go Premium, enter the promo code FNTSY for a special discount and start winning today. DailyRoto.com, the site. Where millionaires are made. Yes,
1: millionaires.
2: I didn't check my Mega Millions tickets. So I think never it's know. billions now, isn't Billia, it? Billions. billions. Who? Why make billions when you can make millions? I played one
1: ticket last night. I saw the numbers were not mine. They were close for me. Actually, that you know what? It. I was telling people last night, if I win, I was actually going to place the largest wager in the history of sports wagering. <laughs> Bet it all? You no, were no, no, gonna bet it all? Uh even Let it ride. Better than <on> Northwestern. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Against Rutgers. Let, Let it ride. Nine hundred and eighty four million dollars on Northwestern versus Rutgers. <laughs> <laughs> that, no. Um Jay Cornigase head one hundred million dollars. One million. No, no, one hundred 100 million. 100 no, million. it's not the biggest bet. The biggest bet I know of is a fifty million dollar was an Asian soccer bet, uh, World Cup. Asian syndicates in Macau. Wow, okay, but no, I was going to wager if I won, if I win nine hundred eighty-four million dollars, right. I will bet one hundred million dollars on one game. Huh? Wow. So that's what. Real quick, guys,
3: if you win, if you win a billion, what would you do? Real quick,
4: Sam. Oh man, that's great. Quick, real quick, uh, man, just I don't know. I'll buy a bunch of real estate. Okay, smart. I'd open a coffee shop at the beach.
3: <laughs> that's, a, that, that's that's my that's real estate. I would dream. start. That's what I want. Our
2: endeavor that, we, that we're that we working okay. on, yes, I would start that. I don't want to pop it out of the hat just
3: yet. You would? you would, uh, I would go all in on that. I would, uh, I would. You would fund it, the whole I thing? I would fund right. the whole I
1: thing. Would. I would buy Joe Lisi his dream, uh, his dream house and his dream town, Akron, I don't, I don't, Ohio. Well, well, there you go. You yeah, better right, have it right, right, right on campus. i right 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 tell to you this. this you right better have a You're going to move in right football. next door on me. I thought you were going to say his dream blazer I'll
2: get him a house in Akron. It costs I'll be like Liberace with diamonds on it. Give me a. Diamond. Oh, one of these in red years. Water, I want Well, to let see me it. just say this, man. We were talking uh, during the week. I was at Bally's last week in AC. I was kicking field goals. Okay? In the casino. What? Watch. Do you mean? They have the field goal. Okay. They have the the field goal posts with the football.
1: Well, there's, there's a ball, and there's an upright with a net? Yep. See, Is it, it in, the in the bar?
2: It's it's in the casino in the sports book in Bally's. So I'm in the Wild West. <laughs> listen, people get pissed off and start
1: kicking football? It's like, what's, no, it's, it's better, better than, than kicking net. the dog, the right? Net. It's yes. in
2: a batting cage.
1: Oh, okay, cool. So cool. I, and I
2: was simulating Washington's kicker shanking it to the right against Oregon.
1: I still couldn't believe it. I'm, I'm like, well, how far field. of a field goal kick? Uh, what can it's, you it's do? It's about 20 feet. What can you do? What have you kicked, though, before? Like, I used to have kicked
2: fun. kicked a 35-yarder. Yeah, the field. that's yeah. as far
1: as I could get, too. You know, but that's with was no tee though. That's I got to no 35. Tea. Me, too. I was actually I was, was on a tee because I didn't have a holder. Horrible, you know, and it was barely getting there. I couldn't get to 40. And yeah. I couldn't imagine. I didn't have guys like Sam coming in with their hands up, you know? That's
4: tough. Well, here's here's yeah, what. Can you kick a field goal, Sam? You ever no, try and no. practice running? I, you know what we used to do? We used to put the football on your, your toe. Right. and kick it from there, because right. without a team yeah. you used to put yeah, it in yeah. a toe. A makeshift tee. I kicked a couple of toes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of kicking a couple of toes, Washington and Colorado, uh, it's going to be very hard, in my opinion, for Washington to bounce back. I mean, this was It's team. like two
1: drunk guys getting yeah, up was, first, right? It's this like, was man. a team that was oh, supposed Washington to make Colorado. it to college. <laughs> yeah. This was
2: a team that was supposed to be a college football playoff contender. Yeah. yeah. And now you lose to Oregon the way you did in overtime. Now you bounce back to a gutty team in Colorado that's coming off... Thirty-one to twenty loss at, at uh, USC. I still like Steven Montez here. I know Trayvon McMillan's banged up, but I'll still take the seventeen points with the Buffaloes on the road in Seattle. I think they're a live dog today. Yeah,
3: you know, Washington's been giving a lot of points all year. I know yeah. earlier this year we talked BYU, about Washington, right? ASU, BYU. Yeah. They're always they always seem to be giving seventeen. Right. I don't know if it's always warranted. I, th- I think this is one of those cases where it might be only because I think. I think Washington still has something to play for. Really? They're, they're still in contention yeah. for the for the Pac-12 title. Why not?
2: Mean, I know. But oh, I, of
3: course, it means something. Of yes. course. No, I, I'm, I'm just they're, saying they're not at the Ohio State Clemson level where it's playoff or bust. They still want to win that Pac-12 title. Yeah. And if Oregon stumbles to Washington right. State like I think they do, right. Washington is still in the yeah. Pac-12 lead. So Washington's
1: yeah. in the mix, guys. But you're right; they're they're overvalued in the sense that they're going to win the game. They'll probably always be up by. Yeah. 14 or 20, which is a betting man. There's no definitive side here. You know, like, do you trust Colorado? I thought Colorado were a little bit exposed last week, to be honest. Well, There's a not bunch of all, in the out there, in there in Boulder.
3: Joe Minson, Trayvon McMillan is not 100%, but right. LaVisca Chenault is not 100%. To right.
4: me, that changes
3: the like, entire surprise dynamic. Like, what you all? both
4: running backs. Both their leading running backs. Yes, back but they still have Ahmed right. in the backfield, too. Well, yeah. But would it surprise
1: right. anyone in the room if Washington's defense just suffocated them oh, and no, it was no. sort of a boring 28-3 Washington win, right? No, but here's
3: the thing, too. That's the direction I'm leaning about Here's
2: perception. You said they're not in the same classes or uh, as Cle- in terms of expectations right, but Vegas bro. put them there because at the start of the year they had this power five bet where they yeah, had it was out-
1: almost a sympathy play. Oh, let's feel sorry for the West Coast and give them something. I, I, I agree with that. I don't. You think know, they're Washington are team. very, very, very good. They're not great. They're, right. They're
2: not exactly great, right. right. Exactly. exactly.
3: They're they're like James right? Franklin said. We're a very good program. We're, We're not, not elite. elite. And, right. and Washington is not elite. Yeah, we'll right now. See, we'll
2: see. We'll see. It's a three thirty kick. I'm taking the points. I even like them on the money line. I, I, again, I just think emotionally, can they bounce back in a a big way? I'll say the same thing about
4: Colorado, though. I would say, you know, usually like Vegas, their thoughts usually doesn't come into play when you're on the field or you're part of the team. It's usually outside perception that affects more than the people that's playing the game.
1: Right? We'll see. We'll see how that game plays out. I I think one thing, though, I'll say, and you're right. I don't think players give a crap about the point spread, but in today's day and age, you can't avoid it. That's the truth. That's why outside ESPN, perception. That's the ESPN important. ESPN didn't talk about spreads before. Right. If you're a kid sitting you're, you're in your dorm room, you didn't, right. you didn't know. Now, the spreads everywhere. They're giving picks on college game day. Like there's gambling game. We're giving picks. It's it's yeah. it's everywhere. So I think the coaches definitely know the spread. Yeah. We definitely. That's yeah, you true. guys. Yeah, you know. <laughs> right? That's the truth. <laughs> that's the truth. Yeah. When you guys look, what was it? When you when you're a coach, you look at a spread. Is it to see what the perception is or how you know what it you is sometimes it's that? not
4: so much the whole staff it's sometimes it's just the individual coach that might be one of those guys that really pays into the staff I me mean, to the spread we, we all talk about it but that's as far as it goes
1: so they'll say hey guys they think we're losing by fourteen. Yeah, right, yeah. So it might be a Maybe guy who says his name is Rich. Too. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, we'll see.
2: It should be an intriguing game. It's a three thirty kick. I mean, I love those three thirty games in Washington anyway. Great atmosphere. One of the Sun best. Sun setting over the yeah. lake. Yeah, Beautiful. Washington and Tennessee with the river over right next to the stadium is unbelievable. I've been to Neyland Stadium. Yeah. Fantastic atmosphere. Check it out. Uh, I think we're in disagreement, but uh, we'll see how that game plays out at 3.30. Turn our attention to an SEC West battle. It's Auburn and Gus Malzahn going up against Luke and the crew with Ole Miss. I mean, Auburn's dominated the series. They won four of the last five by 11 points per game. I was all over Tennessee last week. I think Ole Miss poses a lot of problems for this Auburn defense and secondary, and I'm not sold on Jared Stidham. I said it last week. They're yeah. averaging seven yards per pass attempt. How do you bounce back from that loss against
1: Tennessee as well? I don't think you do. Great call about oh, you guys, you do. too. I just want to state, because yeah. remember I rolled my eyes? I believe it was you specifically, You always roll Joe. your eyes at me. It's all no, right. No, no, I don't. I'm nice. am, you am immune. Think, you think I I'm You always to. think I come at you sometime. like I'm always against you. But... I was wrong. I didn't listen. I, I I know Auburn are a train wreck, but I really didn't see that coming. So good, well, good I, call, Rich. Yeah, I was I, to say and, good and call and by both of you.
3: We talked about it as a mindset game that Jeremy Pruitt was still building something, and Auburn was descending. I think that applies here as yeah. well because Auburn is sinking further. Now we've knocked Jared uh, Garantano yeah. at te- the Tennessee quarterback. He was our Offensive Player of the Week at the National Football Club. 328 328. He was one of the cleanest passers of Week 7 against that Auburn defense. Now you go up against Jordan Tiamu and A.J. Brown. Metcalf is out for the season, but Lodge. they still, uh, DeMarcus Lodge, still very talented at wide receiver. So now you have to try to stop that Ole Miss offense. And Ole Miss, this still matters to them. There will be no bowl game oh. this year for Ole Miss. So every SEC game is heightened. I like the Rebels at home because I think Auburn has sort of packed it in at and, this point. And
2: here's the thing. I like the over in this game as well because the only way you have to attack Ole Miss is their secondary's giving given up 289 passing yards per game. That's going to take Auburn out of their comfort zone. They can't run the football, right. Sam. They're averaging 156 rushing yards on the ground. When you can't run, you become one-dimensional <laughs> I mean, how does that factor into this Like we talked
4: game? about before, you come one-dimensional, and the DBs are just we, – we, we know the ball is coming. We kind of like – because when you're one-dimensional, not many teams, they might have 50 passes in their playbook. They don't run 50 passes per game. They have about 10 to 15 plays. So you start seeing the formations and routes developing before it even happens, and then you, it's just party at the ball.
2: I like the over here, uh, Gabe. I, I think there's going to be a lot of points whether Auburn wins or not. I like Ole Miss. I think they put the dagger into Gus Malzahn. And I'll say this as well. He's on the hot seat. Make no mistake about
1: the it. The buyout is enormous,
3: though. I know, but what, who it do they $38 know. million. Dollars? Enormous oh. buyout. Who do they get, yeah. though? And we the report buy him out. We talked, talked about, about it last night. Who do they get?
1: Yeah. Who do they get? What about what, 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 what a coach? I'm not saying this is the coach for Auburn, but we talked about the guy. We were all sort of reaching for somebody. Yeah. What about Venables? I don't know if he goes to the to Auburn though. That's a I, great job. It's a great job. How about like, wouldn't how, wouldn't he be the top guy? How about out of, out of our buddy things? Matt Campbell
3: at Iowa State? Would, if he, you, if you, would he go? No. Yes. Yes. I don't, yes, yes, he I would don't go. think
1: he's ready yet.
3: Quite. He may not be ready. He would Dave take it though. they ready to be thrown would They in take Aranda?
1: Would Aranda uh, be
3: a
2: choice? I uh, listen. A little too I'm, soon for Aranda. If, what, I'm, you know, if, if I'm Auburn, I, I am yeah, not I know, taking my, a
3: coordinator. I need someone with proven head coaching. If you're going up against Nick Saban year in and year out, yeah. you need someone with proven know, head coaching experience. So you think? And Venables then, is a guy. who's not Venables. Them, he's a
4: defensive guy, right? Matt Campbell. That's why I said Matt it's Campbell, defensive be some, coordinator. Yeah, to be, he was in Oklahoma to be a in the younger past. Head coach
2: has mm-hmm. to be a younger head coach. In an,
4: offensive mind, right? yeah. an offensive
2: mind, right? Yeah, an offensive mind as well. That's a great point. Because- and we know
1: down the road, not to get ahead of ourselves, but Dabo Sweeney most likely is the next head Alabama. coach of Alabama. Right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, maybe he's not he's even. He's very
3: happy at Clemson. Yeah, he's, very happy he's until Nick Saban's
1: not there anymore, and he slides into the ultimate post.
3: It's going and to then be he pulls a Scott hard. Frost and goes in back a tough to his own mater, right? Auburn's
1: in
2: a tough spot. You know how they are. My I don't trust him. them. I'm done with these Terry, guys. I'm Terry done with the Jerry Terry was 13-0 his first year. They ran him out of town. What are they yeah. playing nice for? We
1: just talk about teams not playing for him. What are Auburn playing for right now? Nothing. Nothing. Jared Stidham's stock is dropping. Oh, well, let's, uh,
2: this is perfect for sin. Do you play for pride? Because, I mean, now we see the landscape in college football. Guys like Nick Bosa... Hey, I'm worried about me. There's no more team mentality game changed, in, 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 in the millennial days of college football. Yeah,
4: it's not like it used to be where you play and you try to do the right things for your organization. It's more, People are playing for themselves now. They're thinking yeah. about the next level, thinking about how much money they can make, which is not a bad thing, right. but you used to hide it better in the past. Look now, at Bosa at oh, Ohio State. He's, 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 he got
1: injured. He said, I'm out. He's yeah, doing I'm what's get, best I'm for him. I'm getting ready, but I'm not trying to get ready for the Rose Bowl. Uh, uh, I'm getting ready for the NFL draft.
4: Right. They're comparing $30 million to one college football game. So that's, that's kind of...
1: And here's the thing: when you when you're in the state of Alabama,
2: and every day you open the paper and you see Nick Saban, you see Tua, you see Jalen Hurts. They're in the media. Every you, right. you pop on ESPN, there's a thirty thirty minute segment, a show now. Being they interviewed Alabama. Tua during Monday Night Football halftime show. Exactly. That's so the my,
4: NFL boy, team. So
2: who you, you lose this game? He's feeling the pressure. The kids are feeling the pressure because I can tell you they you go down the street in Auburn, they're they're hearing it
1: from. Every fan on the street. I happened to be in Alabama once the day after the Super Bowl. So it was the day after the Super Bowl, uh, and I had the local newspaper. You know, what was on the front page of the paper, not the Super Bowl, local uh, recruiting battle. Yeah. Oh. Alabama, Alabama Auburn yeah. recruiting battle, day after the Super right. Bowl. And it was where this quarterback kid, I forget, it was 2001, 2002 era, 2003, actually, where, where he was going. We got a ton of live movement, guys. Uh oh. And I, it's almost like people are fading me, it's like they know what I want to take. <laughs> LSU, they're fading all of us. LSU, are down to five and a half. Wow. Uh, one wow, full point. I don't point. understand that. How about this? That's a hot Clemson game in Vegas. 18. That's a hot game in Vegas. So in which Clemson up to 18. Oh, Miss state. So who's taking Clemson up Is this Johnny Public saying, oh, I'll take Clemson and blow it out"? To move a game a hot point at this time, it takes some money. Yeah, yeah. Somebody I, bet it.
2: Here's the thing I think about Mississippi State. I think they look at the game against Auburn. They look
1: at last year's game. I don't think people believe in LSU, Joe. There's oh, that still, constant still. belief in be. LSU are not it could good. be, though. Gabe, I still hear, I, get, I take calls and stuff. Cheerboard, Joe Burrow sucks. Their offense sucks. They're scoring 32 points a game. Because in today's... College football,
2: unless you're completing 71% of your passes and playing like an EA Sports type of offense, you're not a good quarterback. And we all know, being around the game, that as long as you're a good game manager and don't turn the football over, it doesn't matter if you complete 54% of your passes. If you're putting your team in a position to score points...
1: That's what you can you scramble for a third down. How do you do on third down conversion? Are you a How leader? Are you, the are you a leader? Yeah. Another right?
4: thing that's scary for the people is you think about it around this time every year, LSU loses regardless of what they are doing. Yeah, around yeah, this time, yeah. night games just seems like LSU is going to lose at some point. A game that we don't expect them to lose.
1: You're right. LSU will normally lose to an. They'll play down to the level of opposition. No matter who the head coach is. But I think Mississippi State are good enough that yes. LSU aren't. Oh, yeah. And past games and results, right. I think LSU... Well, last
3: Archie, year, a prime yeah. example. I don't think they're looking past Mississippi State. They lost 37-7. No, they, they, they got, they got, they
2: got burnt, yes. blown out on yep, the yeah. interior line. That the Arden Key, played. did he play in? I think he did play don't in recall. that game. Don't I think he did, but that front seven of LSU got worn down by a big physical offensive line, yep. and Nick Fitzgerald and that crew ran all over them. So, again, I think it does factor matchups. Uh, when you look at Mississippi State... Defensively, too, a very underrated defense. Are holding opposing offenses 116 rushing yards per game. Good. So now, if LSU becomes one-dimensional, they're going to have to convert on third downs, mm-hmm. and that's that. Ultimately, that there will you. dictate who wins the game. But for me, I still think it's LSU under the lights in Baton Rouge. As long I like as you, a more
3: at five and a half, I,
2: I, and not only that, plus nine in turnover margin when you force turnovers, especially at home. You put your team in a position to score points, so we'll see how that game plays out. I want to a duck in this game. ACC battle, Duke and Virginia quick. Virginia's won the last three games by 9.6 points per game. Picked up this win 28-21 to last year. Coming off a very emotional win over Miami. There's no hangover. This is one of my best bets of the day.
3: I love the Cavs over Duke later today, Rich. Uh, like the Cavs, don't love them. Love I'm a em. big Duke fan. Was on Duke last week. They took care of me against Georgia right. Tech, and I think they'll continue to play well. I, I, I think Duke is a, is a contender at this point to win the ACC Coastal. Solid defense. The only thing that concerns me about Virginia is one dimensional. They don't have that passing game. Bryce Perkins more of a runner. Jordan Ellis has done a good job on the ground, and Bronco continues to coach up John. that defense. On the road this year, 0-2, did not play particularly well against Indiana. NC State, I, though. It's seven and a half. It's more than a touchdown. I'll down, take the points. Six, almost down to six Ooh, now. Makes me nervous. I'll take the points, but this, yeah, this should be a competitive game. I like game. them
2: outright. I, again, I think you're seeing the big number because of the hangover effect.
1: So that's why. I'll uh, defer to you, gentlemen, on this one since you guys have been so good. We'll well, do we're coming into break. Hold, hold on. When we come back, we'll get our best bets for 12 o'clock. Keep it where it is.
2: Wow, we're rocking and rolling into week number eight. Joe Lisi, Rich Sermonello, Gabe morenzi and former New York Giant and Cincinnati Bearcat, Sam Gornes talking about all the ACC and Big Twelve action. We're talking about Duke and Virginia. This is one of my best bets for twelve o'clock and the day. I love the Cavaliers here, guys. I know the Hangover could possibly handcuff this team, but I still love what Bronco Mendenhall is doing. This is a team in four and two overall. Duke is five and one. I mean, this is a critical battle within the conference. I think ACC ca- Coastal wide open. Wide open. Point. I think. Yeah. I think Virginia wins this game. I say ten points or more. I think. I think so. Double digits. Both, double these teams digits. Mon-
1: both these teams have been money makers. They're a combined nine and three against the spread. Oh. Virginia five and one ATS. Meanwhile, the Dukies are four and two. Um, you guys have had a very good handle on this Duke Blue Devil team, mm. and I've been on, I've been a day late dollar short with this team. Richie's got a better better feel with Duke. I than think the I have. number's an accurate one. I can see Duke winning by six. Mm. Yeah, I think Duke win I this game that's that's by why six I to away. seven points, right around yeah. the number. Yeah, like that's I why think, I stayed I away. think
2: the number is being reflected because they beat Miami last week. Virginia.
1: Now they have to go on the road. The market so. doesn't know how to read Virginia, Joe. The market thinks Virginia's yeah. bad oh, to win again. and that's right. why. But a they've team struggled on the road. They're a better that? team at home. Yeah, but let's. Let, I agree. They're zero two on the road, but they
2: lost. Who was the other loss? It was. It was NC State. 35 21. They played State, well. Yeah, I, forgot about I mean, that. we can't. I mean, this is a team in NC State that has. A
1: yeah, they lost top, by like, four at Indiana and then yeah. 14 to NC All right, yeah, State. but
2: Indiana, let's be honest. Indiana's Indiana is pretty good, solid. I mean, they're a physical team, especially on the defensive side of the ball. So we'll see how that game plays out. We'll talk about Temple and Cincinnati. I like Temple here. Again, mm. I like the way. Line movement play. here,
1: guys, too. Line movement, it was three. It's the weather. It's raining and out It's the
2: weather. Does weather affect it, Sam? In terms of we know snow, you know it's better for the. Well, offense, it depends who you are. not a
4: wet track. It depends who you are. You know, I've been around teams that have great offenses that throw the ball up and down the field, and you know if you get bad weather, that's you know, you can't count on those points as a defensive player. Saturday, so it definitely Saturday comes into play.
1: Sw- it's fine, right? It's going to be raining tomorrow or cloudy tomorrow, but right now it's zero chance of participation, ten miles an hour. To me, wind is the biggest impact on teams that throw the football, right? Right.
4: And if you have a good defense, you know that it's in your favor as well. So a to me, point. it favors you.
1: So, no, it's sunny sunny in Philadelphia.
2: And, and that's another thing. Luke Fickle. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Luke Fickle. Luke Fickle resist, Rich. Luke Fickle has done the same type of job that Mendenhall has done at Virginia. Oh, yeah. He's coached up the <laughs> offensive and defense lines from a physicality right. perspective, and that's something that was lacking under Tommy Tuberville. Right.
4: I, well, one thing about this team, a lot of people are picking Temple, but to me, if you think about it, Cincinnati has a number four ranked defense in, it, in NCAA, and they only give up 13.7 points a game. Temple cannot play offense. They're not very good on offense, so – I'm I'm trying to figure out where they're going to get the points from.
2: Yeah, we'll see. I I don't. It's not one of my best plays. I like Temple here. I think they win. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I I think it's low scoring though. It, it reminds
3: me. I I, I I I'm with you. I like Temple. Don't love the yeah. game. I still need to see more from Cincinnati. Cincinnati. It reminds me a little bit of our Colorado discussion last week. Colorado USC. I loved USC, and the main reason was was Colorado was undefeated. Right. Their opponents were five and twenty-two. Right. I think Cincinnati's. FBS opponents are 10-21. and 21. Yeah, right. So similar situation. Listen, if they go to Philadelphia and beat a physical Temple team, then you know what? we got to seriously start yeah, talking about right. these guys as AAC contenders. Yeah, we have about 15 minutes left before the 12 o'clock. So I'm we all give my, have a
1: lot of best bets. Yeah, I'm, 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 start I'm going start Michigan
2: double though. digits over Michigan Yo, double stay. D. Joey Double D and uh, Higdon and Evans, you're going to be laughing at me later. You're going to be going, Joey, no, you're a were Michigan right. fan. TCU upset City with the eight, the Ooh. seven and a half over Oklahoma. And my Virginia Cavaliers, I'm not backing down now. Three hundred to one to start the year to win the ACC, but they'll be catching points the rest of the year. Bryce Perkins and the crew get it done on the road in Durham. Rich,
3: yeah. Let me rip off my twelve rip o'clock games. Uh, uh, I like Army. I, I like. I actually, I like both military academies. We're only talking twelve o'clock. I like Army against Miami of Ohio. Miami of Ohio has no experience against a triple option. Kelvin Hopkins is doing a great job of running it for Army. Blew out Buffalo a couple yeah. of weeks ago, blew out San Jose State last week. Army headed in the right direction. I think that continues laying seven and a half. Uh, I- I'm sticking on Iowa. Iowa yeah. has been good to me. I don't understand this line. Again, Vegas sometimes knows more than we when, do. Uh, G- 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 Gabe G- is smiling like a I Cheshire know. Cat well, over I- there. I- I agree Iowa with you. laying 10. Here's the reason why, guys. Maryland does one thing well. They run the ball. Their passing attack is 124th in the country. 120 yards a game. Yeah, they're not throwing the ball. All they can do is run it. Nobody's running the ball against Iowa, number one. Number two, Nate Stanley, who was off to a slow start in September, doing a phenomenal job in October, really feeding it to his tight ends. Iowa's rolling downhill. I'm not getting in the way of that locomotive, laying just 10 I like Iowa. And finally, I'll go ahead with Joe. Oklahoma is one of my best bets of the day. I just don't see it. I haven't seen anything from TCU that leads me to believe they can keep up with that Oklahoma offense, well-rested, motivated, ready to make a run at a Big 12 title. I like the Sooners. Yeah, here's the thing, Gabe. I know a lot of people in Vegas, they they think, I think,
2: Maryland's this elite team. They were 4-8 and eight last year. They got beat up on the interior by the better teams in the Big 10. And just because there's wind at thirty three miles an hour, that justifies the line coming from thirteen down to eight and a half, seven and a half,
1: and DJ Durkin coming back. You know what's amazing? Actually, I like the Terps in this. Oh, spot. God. I like the Terps. A best in- bet or no? It has made the best bet list. Oh, my God. It has made the bet bet uh, list, as you guys Why, mentioned. Why, though? What do you see I think it's going to be a physical, low-scoring football but game. But Maryland's not physical. And the Mar- Maryland Terrapins, what they've shown me the resiliency this year, I don't know how they've done it. You know, they went into Michigan. They hung around. They were hanging around in the first quarter in that game, Joe. The wheels started to fall off as the game went on. This Terp team has some nice skill position talent. Uh, I think they've got some talent in the interior. I think they're going to be able to slug uh, and battle with Iowa. It's so one of these weird matchups, too. Uh, Maryland's 2-0 and against the spread the last two times they played against the Iowa Hawkeyes. I've been dead wrong on Iowa, guys. And this, I'm not going to lie to you. This is one of these games where I'm like, I don't know why I'm doing this. Like, I, I don't know why I'm doing this. Like, <laughs> like a date gone bad or something. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like I know what I'm doing. It's like signing a check, and I'm like, I can't afford this. It's going to bounce. It's like I'm signing a check that's going to bounce so here. So why Maryland. would you
2: – Why you say it yourself. Are you going to go to the window and back Maryland for, for – that's going to be the one game you're going to go – I on? already clicked it. Oh, my Sorry, God. Clicked he clicked it's it. It's done. Here's the, thi- I mean, here's the thing. I picked Iowa right, at the start get of the year to, to, to win the, the best division, here, too. too. So
1: that, that's not one of them. Right. We've got it up on the screen here. So let's, let's go Michigan yeah. State. Michigan State plus the points. Maryland Terrapins plus the points. Iowa I- win by seven, six or seven points. Alabama and Tennessee Tennessee over to number 57 and a half. This one's intriguing. Where's Pruitt from? He's one of Saban's guys. Saban generally doesn't run the score up on one of his boys. Um, but I got a total of 57 and a half with a team that averages 56 points a game. I'm going to take the over in that football game. This is a number, guys, I don't understand. We'll talk about it in the third hour of the show. I don't. UCLA shouldn't be favored by ten points against anybody. That's your guy. Well, that, that has that's been going. Your, that has been
3: going up. And how, how much has that line that's, gone up since Khalil Sunday? Khalil Tate's out. Yeah, Khalil that's Tate's it.
1: out. So what? Yeah, Khalil Tate's been I all agree. hyped this year. Yeah. Can it be oh, but any Chip worse? Chip Kelly. Everybody loves Chip Kelly. Got his first win. They think. Yeah, yeah two weeks him. ago they wanted to bag him. Now you know they want him in a body bag. Now now uh, they love now him. Now they're laying ten with him. UCLA shouldn't be laying ten points. NC State's up to eighteen right now. LSU's down to five and a half. People are fading us like crazy. I love those last two picks, bro. And by then the way. USC Trojans yes. plus the points. Mm. we're on the, side. on
3: the same side. Yes, baby.
1: Me and the, the Canuck game. Morency, I love it. Let's do much much hands and sing
3: Kumbaya. And the pedigree of
1: the plus seven. I like what Daniels is doing. Love those wide. I'm not receivers sold on US Utah. Team.
2: We'll get into that later on, who? I'm not,
1: on Utah. I'm not sold on that. No. I what, mean Huntley's I, played a couple of good games. Well, so let's, what?
2: Let's get back to Iowa quickly. I picked them at the start of the year to win this. Oh, an
1: added pick. Sorry, guys. Just all right. for all the degenerates out there, I'm adding a bunch <laughs> of picks here for the uh... the scroll. Yeah, no, yeah. Keep scrolling. Scroll. Just scroll the board for, uh, for the twelve o'clock. I'm laying the points with Northwestern. Okay. So uh, they. I'm going to lay the twenty with Northwestern. Taking Temple on the money line minus a buck forty, and uh, I'm with you. Um, I say the Oklahoma Sooners roll and win a high-scoring game. It's going to be one of these 51-38, 48-37. That'll work. Yeah, high-scoring Sooners win and cover, added picks. Well, let's give some 12 o'clock
2: picks that that we haven't talked about. Like, Wisconsin, I think, steamrolls Illinois. They haven't covered at home, if I'm not mistaken, at all this year, Wisconsin. can't figure
3: out Wisconsin. They have not been a good cover team this no, year.
2: No, but this is a game. I mean, if you're going to cover, it's going to be the week after you give up 320 yards to Michigan. Let's stay away, number. folks,
3: because I don't know where I don't know where Wisconsin's head is uh, after last week's shellacking at the hands of Michigan. How about How about uh, North Carolina, Syracuse? That's a 12-20 game.
2: North Carolina. That's North Carolina, a game Syracuse. I can't take North Carolina. Yeah, I, yeah.
3: I, I would take Syracuse I, I like off Syracuse. the break. Minus uh, eight in turnover margin. I, like I know Syracuse they stepped as well, up in yeah. yep.
1: You had North Carolina last week. I watched that game. Great pick by you. With, and thank you for bringing uh, up turnover margin. That just uh, rang an alarm bell. Maryland Terrapins, fifth in the country mm. in turnover margin and number one You're in the Big Ten. Still trying 10. to pitch Maryland. He's, no he's <laughs> still with <didn't>, Still, <laughs> Yes, like, that's how so serious I I, I did I'm not take the game, man. I'm on Maryland. Put it this
2: way I'm going to watch that game. On the computer, that's not even going to be a game I'm watching today. So you're all in on the Terps. We'll see how that game plays out. Is it a 12 o'clock kick or it is 30? It is yeah. 12, yeah, 12 o'clock. I think kick. it's 12. Yeah.
1: I, I'm, I'm a little off with all my times here. Um, it's kind of strange. Yeah, Michigan and Michigan State right off the board at 12 o'clock, right yeah, out of the gate. So that's good. That's a great. I love when they come right out of Oklahoma
3: the Oklahoma TCU. Same thing. Yeah. Perfect. 12 o'clock.
1: Well, we'll be. Uh,
2: I'll be reporting a TCU update. Uh, Sean Robinson oh, to Rager. Boy. 46
3: yard touchdown. It doesn't pass. matter. With that Oklahoma offense, you're never, you're never yeah. far behind from True. covering. And the game Probably hasn't kicked
1: off. Six wins. Game hasn't kicked off yet. At least he's got touchdown passes touchdown, going on. Yeah. Joey
2: double ditch. Uh, again, I'll say this. I like the over in LSU. I know it doesn't look that way, but I think LSU, if they get up and a chance to step on Mississippi State's throat, they're going to do it. Again, I'm not sold as well. I mean, when you force three and out, Sam, and that's the one thing from a defensive perspective. It invigorates your offense to know that you're going to get a short field. Yeah,
4: you know the offense; they want to be on the field, and defense. We have one goal: that's get the ball back to the offense as soon as possible. So when you do that, everybody's happy. Offense is on the field, defense is on on the bench, catching their breath to so go back out there and do it again.
2: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, you like the over in that matchup? He's and, engrossed. He's still he's clicking. Maryland <laughs> first half. Maryland second half. Over a, M- a couple of Maryland minutes away. total
1: points for the game. We're, were a couple of minutes in. What game? What's the total? LSU, it's 46 and a half. I and you're always it. forcing totals on me, Joe. You like you're the total. I know. You do that to me, too. It does I'm all like, the time. I, I, I don't give think a about pick. under-over too much. It yeah, 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 happens all the time, Rich. We give a too, pick. What about the total? It's, yeah, I didn't it's give too,
3: the a pick. To me, it's too unpredictable. It's too wacky. I'll go over, I, Joe, if I had to. Over. Yeah. If it hits me, I I, I have an under-over. But yeah. I, I like picking the games.
2: I, I like, if I don't have a feeling in a game, I, I didn't know we
3: had to give
1: a total pick, too, for every game we get. You don't
3: have to. How about first-half totals? All right, we got a couple minutes here. We'll do a
1: last blast here, too, before 12. Any games that we missed? All right, Pittsburgh Bruce says he likes Maryland as well. For the record, Teddy covers our boy Ted Savransky. He's on the Maryland Terrapins. Um, All right, guys, any last second games, uh, let us know, and uh, we'll we'll get to your last second games. I got a lot of early action here. High story
2: not playing for Arkansas. 12 o'clock game against Tulsa, lined open at three and a
3: half. Up to seven, it'll be I'm Kelly. I'm glad you brought that up. I, I kind of like Arkansas in this, yeah, in this spot. I don't like the game. I don't like I the don't game. I don't love the game, but I like Arkansas. Yeah. Tulsa just cannot beat an FBS opponent right now. Arkansas trending in the right direction. Should not have blown that game against Ole Miss last week. Um, Arkansas should have gotten the victory for Chad Mars. Didn't happen, yeah. but I think they do that against Tulsa today. Yeah, Three nor- and a half is too low of a line.
2: Northwestern, Rutgers. 50 down to 48-and-a-half. Again, I, like the, I would take the over
3: there. How about the total on the Rutgers-Northwestern game, Gabe? What do you got? I like the over.
1: Uh, Rutgers- As it is now, it's 48-and-a-half. Yeah. It's pretty low. I'm not forcing anything. I don't want to end up like Jimmy Hoffa well, tell- in the end zone <laughs> over there. You know? tell- Still well, yeah, Exactly. The, yeah, I'm laying 20 points. I'm laying total, 20 the, points the, for the, Northwestern.
2: The, the total in Iowa uh, dropped nine points. So, so it opened up to 50- now. I, saw, I see
3: 42. Forty three. Forty four and a half's current.
2: All right. Maybe maybe a pop back up. It got down to his level. I'm all over
3: Nate Stanley today. Uh, he's one Me
2: of the too. when you look at the quarterbacks in the Big Ten. I mean, we talk about Haskins rightfully so. But I mean he's quietly having You know himself. who's
3: sneaking up? We'll get to this game in a bit. Right. David Blau. Your boy Blau. He is. Little boy Blau. He's got but he's got he's got more. He's got DJ
2: Knox and Markel, uh, DK, uh DJ Knox, excuse me. And Rondell. Mar- does Nebraska no, no.
1: get it? We got a couple of minutes here. We're getting. Yes. It. No. Yes. Well, Nebraska uh, is no. breaking out
3: in a big way today. They're How getting their they first win. Out? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I don't yes. trust them. I don't yes. trust I think they
2: will too. they uh, Are going to get a win, Sam? I think they're
4: going to win this I week. I can't yeah.
2: take a team that hasn't won. Lane Wood, I, I, I just can't. I just can't do it. The way they lost that ball game last week. 30. It's a little different,
3: though. It's against a, it's against a better Northwestern team this on was the, the game, road. This was the game you and I driving in the car last year. Yeah, we almost and Minnesota
2: put up a 50 spot with yep. Dimery Croft yes. running all over that where, defense. Where
3: Dimery Croft uh, transferred. transferred? Do we know where now. he's winding up? Uh, or not?
2: I think he went local, but like a community okay. school. I got to double I could check. I see him with We're taking the Buffalo Tulane Bulls Tulane here. This is another 12
1: o'clock game. I got to get in on the Bulls, but it's not I Toledo. would take Buffalo. I would take Buffalo. I would get an ass. Joe? I, I told you, I like Toledo. I Sam? Who's, who's that starting outside linebacker
4: Toledo? for Buffalo? That's what I want to know. Who's the starting outside linebacker for not Buffalo? Khalil Hodge. Hodge. Yeah, okay. Khalil Hodge. <laughs> they
1: actually got a new kid, though. A new kid's pretty good. What's his name, Rich? Well, you're taking, uh, I don't know. You're taking Buffalo? I'm leaning Buffalo here. I can't right. bet every game, though.
3: Sam, um, Sam, were there schools? North Texas would... and UAB. Oh, I love UAB at home. Yeah, I love
2: UAB at home in that North game. Texas and UAB. Joe? I-, I lean UAB. I don't like the finesse of
1: uh, big Bill North Clark th- fan. North you know what, Texas, one thing I'll bring up, guys: North Texas giving up 95 rushing yards. I want to bring this game. up actually. So last week there were 49 games; mm-hmm. 34 of them went under the number. Okay, 34 okay. and 15 to the under. Wow. And I don't know if you recall. Remember we were talking about North Texas and I mean Green last week. Every game and I said was under. they're 0 and 6 to the under. They went under again last week. Wow. They went under again last that's week. That's because Vegas every is game. Them how do we not 70? take it then under, guys? And we're leaving it on the table. Every game, the North Texas Mean Green. Every game has gone under the. You number. know why? Because
2: their defense is a lot better this year. They're it's, giving it's up, they're much giving, improved. Giving up. And
3: Mason Fine has not been one hundred percent. But you're right, though, Joe. That North, that North Texas uh, defense, defense has been better than expected underrated. this year. And this,
2: it's, I'm curious to see two and a half right
3: Curious now. to see that matchup against UAB because
2: you have a blue collar team with Bill Clark and yes. UAB. Yes. Style I offense.
1: You know, he, I think he's a great quarterback. I think he's good. how be about an this guy, the UAB Blazers. Five unders, one over on the season. Wow. Or a combined twelve and one of the under. Well, you know what? That brings us back hey, to it. Hey, add that to the best bets. Just uh, imagine there's like under a under North Texas on the and UAB.
3: There. You know, we're talking about coaches for Auburn. Right. How Bill about, Clark. How about Bill Clark? Mm. How about Bill Clark? Yeah, that's a He's good, right in Birmingham. That's a
2: perfect fit because yeah. you he resurrected that program. I mean, twice now. I mean, what maybe did, that's a It's his. a
3: bit of a reach because obviously it's a huge step up to go from Conference USA to, to the throw, SEC. No
2: but what are you going to give him? Two and a half, five, three million? You wouldn't oh, have I'm to pay sure,
3: him. I'm sure it'll be more than that. Think so? For that level of job, it'd have to be closer to four million. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we talked about it on last week on the right home. I mean, Les Miles was maybe does he go to Auburn? I mean, if they want him, he's not an Auburn guy.
4: Why isn't Les Miles a head coach right now? Oh no, that's a good question. I think about all the time, like. I think there's like a negative energy around him. I don't know. I don't want to sound like 2018 kid, but it sounds like – it seems like that's what it is because he was a good coach. Oh, yeah. LSU played well. They might went 10-1, and 10-2, lost a couple of games they're not supposed to lose, but they always went 10-1, and 10-2. Not a
1: lot of coaches that win double digits uh, in the SEC in the
4: early You know what, pair, pair him digits. up with a quality offensive coordinator because right. offense was the problem in right. Baton Rouge. Pair him with a quality offensive coordinator. I think somebody should the hire – Think about all this. the great receivers that came out of that oh, program. Oh, God. Yeah. Why haven't year they? Pre- Why didn't he perform well, in college? Yeah. Well,
2: here's the thing with Les Miles: we know he wants to run the football and work off a of play action pro style. And yeah. when that
4: happens, no quarterback wants to go there. Right.
2: And n- good number point. one, That's number a good two, point, Sam. no no AD or fan base wants that in today's co- landscape of college football unless you're Nick Saban. So we'll see. When we come back, we'll be breaking down the other games. Keep it where it is.